Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone. I am your getting slowly reezy host, Luke, and with me, as always, is my already reezy co-host, Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Oh, hey, you're talking to me. My name is Mr. Andy, and yes, I'm extremely reezy. Give a fuck tonight. And uh, I, you know, this is a never realm, so we're just kind of filling some time when there's no New Japan. And this is uh, what we do. Is there any New Japan we have to talk about? I don't think so at all, right? Not really. Um, Because those three shows were over and we finally had a break for a little bit because of the G1, I haven't been keeping up to date, so uh, not really. Rocky Romero's going for the X Division gold or something. I don't know. Yeah. If it Versus Trey Miguel. Uh, I haven't watched that yet. I will watch that match. I have a long checkered history with um, young Trey Miguel. Uh, Juice. He, he came up around my area, so. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, uh, Juice Robinson did the impossible, and he's no longer feuding with uh, Hikaleo, so that's over. <laughs> And my state opened up, so I can get Reezy in a way I haven't been able to get Reezy for like uh, 80-something days. <laughs> you, like, not like you're counting or anything. Mm-mm. You're like 79, 80. I mean, no one was counting. Yeah. Well, the lockdown was like 77 days, and then um, we, regional couldn't go into the city for another two weeks, so... Yeah, it's 80-something, 80, 80 maybe even 90. Three months? Oh, my God. Hey, Luke, <laughs> I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. It's an interview-type question. All right? right. You ready for this? And mm-hmm. I stole it. I stole it from Reddit, that awful website. And it says, uh, what movie scene holds a permanent place in your heart? It's that scene where Tuco, Benedicto, Juan, Pacifico, Ramirez – is running through the cemetery at towards the end of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Wow! With the uh, ecstasy of gold playing, it's awesome. So that's that an easy question because right? that's my favorite movie of all time. So that's that was kind of easy. Sorry, okay. should, did you want me to think about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, that that scene, and oh, then you know, then the then the gunfight, and then. Uh, Blondie, you know what you are? Just a dirty, rotten. Ah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> that movie rules, right? Mm-hmm. It certainly does. I, I love it. Uh, it's one of those movies I still needlessly have on DVD, even though I don't need it. On DVD. I mean, you should probably get it on Laserdick and then uh, Blu-ray, too. Mm. Yeah. Triple, quadruple dip as many times as we can. Well, have you ever wondered what I, what what uh, movie scene that yes. uh, holds a permanent heart in the place of my heart? Yes. What, what is, what scene in movies has obviously given you two hearts? <laughs> so the one, it's easy for me too. It's the Godfather. It's with Michael goes in the bathroom and gets that gun and comes back and shoots those dudes. My God. Like, I don't care. I don't care if I'm five years old. I don't care if I'm 40 years old. I watch that scene and it's like going up, you know, like uh, like a roller coaster. Like, the, you know, and then when he shoots the gun, you're going down the hill. It's fucking yeah. awesome. I love it. That's my favorite scene. There's like It li- lives in my heart. I, I can't even remember the first movie scene ever that made me cry. And I was a little kid, and no, it wasn't Bambi. It wasn't some wasn't Disney f- bullshit. Not Fireball? No, no, no. 
Uh, maybe when he went west, I thought he should have won this. But, um, it was the 1986 Transformers cartoon movie. Oh, no. I rented it from the video store. <laughs> you fool. Sat down to watch it. And my parents was like, oh, it's Transformers. And it's a movie. That'll fucking keep them busy for a while. Then, then they come in and they're like, Luke, why are you crying? Optimus Prime just died. <laughs> That's a big mistake, right? What are they doing? Yeah. and that, But that movie did make me a, a lifelong Orson Welles fan. So there's that. Oh, shit. He's badass. Actually, I didn't realize it was him till I was older. And then I was like, wow, that was his <laughs> last movie? Okay, Citizen Kane's last movie was the Transformers animated film. All right, fine. That's uh, okay. Um, So a, a movie scene that traumatized me was actually brought up recently, uh, just like like very recently this evening by uh, 20 Years of Nitro, uh, who is a tremendous podcast, tremendous individual. And uh, Tim said that he was scared by Chalky E.T. He said, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Chalky E.T. fucked me up as a kid. I mean, like, I could not watch E.T. anymore. I didn't want to watch. I didn't even want to eat Reese Pieces. I was fucking pissed. I could not handle Chalky E.T. How did you feel about Chalky I, uh I'm going to shock you. I have not seen that movie since I was a little kid. And for yeah. some reason, little kid me thought E.T. sucked nuggets. Kind of does. I mean, uh, so I need to watch it now as an adult, and I'd probably be like watching it for the first time. I know there's some <laughs> bits that everyone knows, like the bicycle and the moon and stuff, but right, yeah, I Simon I says shit like that. Yeah, I, you know, it was like a year before me. You know, what I mean? it was like it was like for the kids that were a year older than me, and I think that's why it fucked me up so bad. But goddamn, Chalky E.T. popped me. <laughs> that's really funny shout out oh. to tim oh man i don't think i've seen any spielberg movies since um i was a lot younger i wonder if any of them hold up i'm pretty sure they must oh no we were, i watched Jurassic park last year and uh, that was pretty is. good the movie's great yeah uh, i hadn't seen that since about, it came out now listen luke um yeah. how about those kid actors in Jurassic Park. That kind of makes the movie that especially the girl. She's fantastic. The only thing I don't like about um, child actors in dinosaur movies is that the dinosaurs don't eat them. <laughs> Maybe one day. I, that, actually, Jurassic Park's a bad example. That's actually pretty cool. But one of the latest ones with um, fucking Mario in it. Uh, yeah, Mario. One of those ones. Yeah, he's playing Mario. Chris Pratt. He's going to be Mario. Is he really? Oh my god. Yeah, that's okay. the thing. Yeah, they kill everybody in that one. It's awesome. It's like a horror movie for real. Except the kids, man. And I was just like, oh man. Oh. It's totally unrealistic. You don't have kids. Some dinosaurs like veal. <laughs> and both me and you were both like, ah, fucking eat the kids. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Now, okay, so Luke, tomorrow is some big, like, holiday yep. in, uh, in Australia. You guys, like, you get all the kangaroos out. Everybody's playing the didgeridoos, and they run up and down the street, you know. They got uh, candy in their pouches, man. <laughs> it's true. Tell me all about this. <laughs> it's actually not so big here. Like, they've been trying, oh! to, make, they've been trying to make a gigantic Halloween push in Australia for like a decade or more now and it's slowly getting bigger but no there's no door knocking and going trick-or-treat or anything any shit like that it's more they've tried they're trying to get that in here but it's mostly just costumes and spooky looking stuff and horror movies and things so uh, for for charity and uh, and my sister Michelle and I we watch like Suspiria the remake every every year so Mind you, it's a tradition that's like I think two years long, so <laughs> so it's not a big one, but hey, it traditions still counts. Traditions are important. Family yeah. traditions, whatever they are, are very important. Yeah, so we're gonna watch that tonight because it's already Halloween night for us. It's Ooh, the thirty-first yeah. here, so we're gonna watch that. Um, and I might watch a movie from the early '80s called Possession with um, Sam Neill in it. Speaking of uh, Jurassic Park, I like him. 
Yeah, so I don't know anything about that. No, I was warned not to watch a trailer first. Just like, just jump in. So I'm hoping for some weirdness. I don't know what your original question was. I've just started talking. And... So there's like horse race or something. Tell me about this yeah. horse race. Oh, yeah. Right? There's like a public holiday on every first Tuesday of the month in, in November. What? Uh, so every November, the first Tuesday of that month, is a public holiday, and because it's always on the second Tuesday, or sorry, first Tuesday of the month, sorry, first Tuesday of the month every year is the Melbourne Cup, and the Melbourne Cup is a Victorian holiday. Not the rest of the country, they have to go to fucking work. Fuck ah, them. fuck them. Yeah, but us in Victoria, we get the day off. Now, yeah. most people also take the Monday off, so yeah. people just take, you know, the, the, and then some people even go the extra step and go, fuck it, I'm, I'm not working Friday either, and they'll just take all those days off. You know, it's a cheap, long holiday, right? Easy time to take one. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah, so whilst you guys are – do you guys get a day off for Halloween? No, are you kidding me? Do you guys no. get, like – is anything open? What, what, what days of the year is, like, most things shut? Okay, so here's the deal. Now, um, it's usually religious holidays, which is fucking bullshit. It's religious and like uh, political holidays, or like uh, like holidays that have to do with like like uh, praising some some guy. You know, like there's a President's yeah. Day and everything's closed on President's Day. But that is just everything, quote unquote, means banks and government stuff and nothing else. <laughs> Everybody else has to work. So we get holidays, we get an extra one for the queen as well. There you go. These holidays are bullshit, and like our holidays are nonsense. We don't get like like uh, Tuesday this week, or maybe it's Monday or Tuesday coming up is is uh, voting day. You know, you're supposed to like go vote, and like we don't get a day off for that. It's fucking bullshit. Like United States has this weird thing where we're like. Working hard is a virtue, you know. Why don't you guys Which, have a? Why don't you guys do the voting on the weekend? In Australia, voting's on the weekend. Because, because working hard is a off. virtue. It's a virtue, damn you. That's fucking and stupid. You, you get less people voting because they're gonna go to work. How dare you? How dumb is How that? dare you? How dare you say or something? Or is it because most workers wouldn't vote system. for the? Uh, I don't know, man. Our, vo our voting That's, system is perfect. Clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's like this horse race, right? And uh, yeah, yeah, it's called the Melbourne Cup, and we get so a day I off for it. Fucking love horse racing, man. You ever go see live horse racing? Yeah, I used to work wait race days. Um, I used to work for this group called Team Staffing, and we'd go to various uh, racing venues around the area of Victoria. I mean, and it was it was fun. Yeah, except for I, I, just how grotty and grubby people were. It, it was fun. I saw a lot of fights. Me, you told me that people pooped in the in the trash cans. Is that right? <laughs> no, I did not. I said uh, after after the whole day's over, you know, you you go do, you go do the bins and stuff. So well, the the trash cans. So you open up your trash, you see the bags, and then you go take them out. Anyway, it, some this happened more than once. I shit you not. You'd see cans, empty cans. We got beer and spirits that are coming cans here in Australia. And uh, you know, you see them on top of a bin, uh, you know, top of a trash can or surround, or just on the grass surrounding it. And you think to yourself, all right, this bin's fucking full. Uh, so they just did as good as they they drunk brains could do and just put it down next to the bin because that still counts somehow right and i'm thinking all right man fuck it that's fair enough you did the right thing move the move the cans and the empty uh, glasses and shit off the top of the bin open the open the lid and it's mostly empty and so some lazy person some lazy drunk put one glass or can on top of the bin and then everybody else thought to themselves that must be full Let's just put them all on top and around it. So that's how that happens. I I shit you not. It's not just a one-time thing I've seen. I've seen it like five or six. It's uh, it's pretty funny. 
It's bizarre that they would leave all the bottles around there and the poop in there, too. I mean, like, why? Like, they must hate you. I don't know. I don't know what your obsession is with my ex-employment and poop. But, um, yeah, it was fine. Sorry, I'm eating a, um, a Well, snack, thank you for stack, asking. Stack I, I used to love yeah. go to horse racing. It's, Why? it's so fun live. I love it. And so here's what my friends and I would do. So we would always search these places. I used to like to drink when I was younger. Not now. <laughs> I would never do that now. Hell no. But uh, when I was younger, I used to drink a lot. And uh, one of the things I loved to do was to find a place that no matter how drunk you got, no matter how out of control you were, it was like encouraged. And that was uh, that there are very few places in America like that. One place that used to be like this, not that way anymore, we almost got kicked out not that long ago, is like a renaissance festival. <laughs> you get fucking wasted there, and the characters just interact with you, and it's a blast. You know, um, nowadays, like, one of the only places you can go and get crazy is like a fucking horse race or like a sports event. And so yeah. we used to go there. And and at this point, this place was like stuck in the 70s. I mean, there were literal televisions on the wall from the 1970s. And so this place <laughs> like was a wood paneling. Yeah, it was fake plastic wood paneling TVs. <laughs> yes, I'm serious. And so we were <laughs> it was like the staff was just happy you're there. And so like you could do whatever you wanted. And so we just get destroyed and one of the things that we really like to do is get destroyed and dress up really nice and go stand in the winner circle just before the race and act like we're owners so we would go down there and we light cigars and just nah we're going uh, horses well <laughs> and we just stand there talking like that <laughs> people would like listen and place their bets and they'd be like oh my god which one do you own these guys you know and we go up in the stands and that was what we did every weekend for like a year it was fantastic so horse racing maybe maybe not uh ethically ethically good but uh is a good time if you ever get a chance to go go there you can get as drunk as you want they don't give a fuck yeah yeah like i've seen i've seen like women i saw this one woman some one time just you saw you know, a woman no, this one woman won. There was oh. one woman there. I've seen more than one woman at the races, but this I, one in I particular have. that I'm about to mention in the story <laughs> saw her have a fucking big-ass argument with the police. And oh, she boy. must be in the right, you know, because she was drunk and loud. Right, but <laughs> <laughs> so the louder you are, the more correct you must be. But Yeah! And uh, anyway, this cop's just like, man, this, this chick's... This chick's crazy. He starts walking away from her. She's like, don't walk away from me. And just punched him in the back of the head. And I'm just like. <laughs> I mean, it's wow. dumb to punch anyone. But like, all right, well, you were ready for your day to end. And actually, your next few years to go on holiday in a, in a one room box or something. I'm just like, you just see crazy, stupid shit like that all the time. And you only notice it when you work there or you're not drinking. When you are drinking. I, I reckon, I reckon, all right. You know how your life flashes before your eyes before the end. I will bet yeah. you five bucks that one of those flashes of my life will show me being that first dickhead to grab a can, swig it, chug it down, and be like, oh, I can't be bothered to open the lid. I'll just put it on top, mate, and then fuck off. Only for everybody else to think the bin's full. And to put all their shit on top of there as well. That's That'll like happen. karma, right? Yeah. <laughs> I hate those thing. people. Oh, my God. Yeah, so this was one of them, yeah. yeah karma's a thing. You know, that's real. Yeah. You know, um, that's that's a real thing. Now, <laughs> you, <laughs> you have recently finished the fourth season yeah. of the television show based on the movie called Highlander. Highlander! So tell me all about it. How did you like it? Is Joe the man? Does he still have legs or not? What's going on with Joe? And tell me about, uh, you know, do we have Dark uh, uh, Mac yet? What's going on? We Season three, we had, like, Dark Quickening. So there was that. That was pretty cool. In fact, 
Oh, was it season four? Yeah, yeah. It was season four, Dark Quickening. Sorry, it took me a while to watch season That's four. That's why I asked others. you about it. It's really it's hard to... Drunk doesn't mean watch. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's really hard to watch a whole season of anything when uh, the G1's happening. So I, I just slowed down and didn't finish it till recently. Oh, it was good. But my problem is, like, after the whole Callus storyline, which was pretty epic, like, they don't have anything epic for season four happen that much, except near the end for the last two episodes. I'm like, you couldn't build up to these two episodes? But I, I, there weren't too many stinkers or anything. What are just, you doing? I, yeah, I just thought, like, season four had lost a direction. Didn't know where it wanted to go, so just told standalone stories. But... Um, yeah, I mean, it was good. They're not particularly bad standalone stories, but they also shot themselves in the foot, which anno- in one way that annoys me. And it's because Richie dies in front of lots of people in France. So now he's not allowed to be in France for like another 20, 30 years, which means <laughs> Richie can't be in half the fucking series anymore. Why did Richie's- you do that? What are you doing? Richie's he's great. Still in the he's in credits a, every week. He's a great character. And like I'll he'll show up. Ethos more than fucking Richie. <clears throat> well, you know, I mean, wait, wait, till, wait till what happens in season five. You're going to lose your fucking mind. Can't wait to hear about it. Like season five is like the, that's where everything happens. And I can't, I can't wait to hear what you think about what happens there. Because my God. Uh. Yeah, I've, so, I've only I've only watched season five to the start of the first like opening credits because so I was like, oh, I wonder how the next season starts. And it starts with this dude. Here we are. Yeah. Born to be kings. Oh my god! It starts like that, you know? Is it? Yeah. Well, no, it's that was until I, season three. They season three I, would start with the three theme tune, then season four would have a cold open first. And then I'm go gonna to... talk a bunch of stuff and say the words that happen, and it's like here we are, right? You know? I'm yeah. Like, oh, did you just tune in and you haven't been watching for like the last four seasons? Well, here's what the show's about. <laughs> TV shows don't do that anymore. You right? had to do that back in the day, man, because there was no chance that anybody had seen every episode. There's no yeah. way. And like, I mean, you know, back in the day, I used to like to tape this episode, th- these episodes and watch them and shit. And me and my buddy, like we would, <laughs> we would take turns trying to tape them and figure out when they would be on so we could watch them. But like that and another show that was a lot like that uh, was Stargate SG one, where I just had to like, kind of like figure out which episode I was watching and when it, matched in the timeline and just kind of guess as how the story went you know i mean you just kind of had to do it that way that's how tv was when i was a kid back in the 1980s <laughs> mm. 90s i got some of that like so shows like highlander and star trek that air on aussie tv at like 10 30 or 12 30 or something like that at night well, it wasn't unless these came out. I've got ice in my mouth, sorry. I'll, I noticed. <laughs> hey, listen. It's got a bit of munchies. Yeah. So um, there's this guy, and he's from Australia. He's real famous, but, like, you act like he's no big deal. And to me, he's he made one of the funniest movies of all time. Uh, the movie's called Young Einstein, and this guy's name is Yahoo Serious. Luke, you yeah. don't care about this guy. Is that correct? <laughs> like I can remember there's two movies that star this guy one's Young Einstein I can't remember the other one um, I think most people my age have not seen those movies since they were little kids and um, have forgotten them like I yeah, no no one really mentions Yahoo Serious and they haven't for like over a decade or more so no uh, he's not a big deal in Australia he might have been in the 80s or whatever but or whatever. Yeah. Would you be surprised to hear that I just bought two copies of Young Einstein? One for myself and one for my sister. I'm giving it to her for Christmas. She doesn't listen to this. So everybody shut the fuck up and uh, right. don't tell her. And uh, it is like one of our favorite movies when we were kids. We fucking loved it. And it is 
ten times as funny now as it was when I was a kid. I just watched it the other night. I want to watch it again right now. It's so fucking funny. I really think you should watch it again. I think you should give Yahoo Serious and his surfing weird-ass haircut another chance. Yeah. Um, maybe I need to watch it again. What was the other one called? There's know, one where he's like, he's like a butler or something. It doesn't matter. I mean, the... There's like these other ones, and they don't matter. It's this one. This is a oh. fucking fantastic movie. Everything about it is funny. If you watch it and you're like thinking about like how much work they put into this particular joke, it's fantastic. They're all the jokes are funny. I there's like another. It. There's another one he did in the early '90s. It's called Reckless Kelly. Yeah. You don't like that one? I don't know. I never watched it. <laughs> is, it is, is it good? <laughs> I can't remember, but um, uh, it might be a little too Aussie, I guess. It's about Ned Kelly. Who's, oh, that guy. That, like, yeah, that one guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like what's supposed to be our fucking um, Robin Hood, right? This Ned Kelly. <laughs> right. Except from what I remember about him, and I'm fucked right now, so that's why I don't remember. You're fucked? Yeah careful shut up uh, from what i remember he's a robber that would steal and shoot police and that's it you wouldn't give to the poor or anything like that not from what i know he just robbed stuff wow. and and killed coppers and he was hunted down and, and killed he tried to he tried to invent like this bulletproof armor and it goes over his head and it's just like a slit where the eyes are it's fine. So it looked fine. like, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, he got caught by the coppers and gunned down. But the know, coppers, so. is that what you call them there? Yeah, the police. The ca- Look out, the coppers are coming. Yeah, are you yeah. watching The Wire? They call them the police in The Wire. Yeah. Um, real police. Okay, so you've been watching old movies. I've been watching old yep. movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch Key Largo. Um, yeah. Edward G. Robinson, maybe the most terrifying person to ever grace the silver screen. I mean, tell Especially me about naked. Largo. Well, I mean, you <laughs> see him naked, but he's in the bathtub, which is uh, terrifying because he doesn't give a fuck. And like something I noticed about that movie when I watched it this time, I just watched it recently. He is the shortest character in the whole movie, and he's the most terrifying. Oh, he um, is too. Yep. Except for, like, maybe the guy in the wheelchair who has pants pulled up to his tits. Listen, that guy is fantastic. But here's the problem with these these Humphrey Bogart 1940s movies. There's always a white savior. And I cannot wait till you watch Treasure of the Sierra Madre because there's a fucking absurd, hilarious white savior uh, scene in that movie that I cannot wait for you to see. And be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I can't wait. Um, yeah. That happens a lot in these movies, and I don't like it. I just, I mean, a Key Largo, that dude is like, I mean, these these Native Americans that are like, they're seeking shelter at this hotel where this this old guy in a wheelchair lives. And he, yeah. like, and he can't give him shelter because of some gangster shit that's going on. Point and is, so they just that, sit out there. Well, these motherfuckers have been living in florida area for a very long time a lot longer than this old guy in the wheelchair has been alive and somehow they can't survive a storm without some white guy's help yikes hollywood i mean come on what is this i thought that was weird like they weren't allowed back into the hotel to shelter so they just sat around outside it yeah. and just got you know, rained on. Do. What are you without doing? a white without a white person to tell us what to do? What do we do? That's what's going on there. Uh, Hollywood uh, code of the uh, 40s and 50s. It's yikes. It's very yikes. However, that movie is fucking fantastic. I love it so much. The uh, the portrayal of the alcoholic woman. I can't remember her name, but she is so good in that movie. 
And it's interesting because I just watched To Have and To Have Not last night, which has another alcoholic character in it. And the portrayal is like even better somehow. It's fantastic. You should watch that movie. And, uh, you know, I just I watched Casablanca today. I can't stop watching the old movies. Claire Trevor, that was that lady's name, by the way. I just looked it up. Oh, she's fantastic, right? Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, everyone in it was really good. There was a Lionel Barrymore, and I had to, I just, I did check to see if it any relation to the other Barrymores, but no. Man. There's a, there's a character that plays like a, a local sheriff, and like comes looking for those Indian guys, right? Mm-hmm. And he like loses his shit because he finds like his is uh you know some guy he sent out there that's another cop in the in the ditch like like dead and he just loses it and starts shooting people and it's immediately he's awesome. like immediately awesome. some guy yeah Edward G Robinson to t- tells the cop it was the Indians and he believes him straight away <laughs> right. just believes some guy he doesn't know who's white <laughs> word that's the Indians so he chases <laughs> after them and then guns them down We're like whoa but man, that character is awesome. And like the very end, when you get you get like a you know Humphrey Bogart, he's up on this like you know top of the boat and he's he's looking down and and Everett G. Robinson can't see him and he's like, just stick your head out, just stick your head out. <laughs> oh my god, that's some fantastic filmmaking. I love it. Why? I like I love Humphrey Bogart. Like he's the same character in every movie except for one, and I won't tell you which one because it's a spoiler, but uh, he is awesome. He plays this character that you have no idea what he's going to do next. And that is like the best character in film history, the character you have no idea what they're going to do. I love it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I am – I think I've seen, I've seen another Humphrey Bogart movie, but I can't remember what it is. Sorry, years ago. Falcon. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the only one that's I've seen the, before. That's the movie that starts with him learning that his partner gets killed, and he's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and then you find out he's like boning his partner's wife, but that's not why the partner's dead. And really, he has this amazing plan that's being like, you know, uh take you know happening right in front of your eyes but you have no idea what's going on and like one of the amazing things about the humphrey bogart like character is that you don't know if he's face or heel until the very (laughs) end of the movie you have no idea until the very end of the movie i mean like i just watched casablanca today and my god you have no idea until the end of the movie and they're like oh okay great or not so great you're not sure well I just remember when Humphrey Bogart introduces himself in Key Largo. He's like, hi, I'm Frank McLeod, to which my brain just finished of the Clan McLeod. Clan McLeod, right. <laughs> you, you think he's an immortal? Could be. Uh, well, or, or he's at least from the same ancestry. Because he's, he's gone back home a couple of times. A lot of immortals oh, came dude, from that. This is how weird the universe is. I'm watching uh, those Highlander episodes where he goes back to Scotland and he meets this um, this woman and, you know, become good friends and stuff like that. Anyway, my wife and I watched Cool as Ice with Vanilla Ice, and she's the main woman in that. <laughs> but this kind of blew my mind. It was like small universe. Like, that was crazy. Yes, and why? I just admitted to watching the Vanilla Ice movie. Yeah, why did you do that? Um because it's got riff tracks on it. Like, riff tracks is this this thing with, like, funny commentaries over them. Is it funny? Yeah, I, I, I think so. And they're done by the guys from Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mmm, that funny show. Gotcha. Yes, yes. So uh, that's the only reason we watched it. Plus, it's a bit – it's a slice of the 90s, and uh, we kind of like 90s stuff. So, yeah. Did you watch Dune? Yes, we did. Now, you didn't like it, right? You hate it. It's the worst movie well, you've ever seen. <laughs> it's not the worst. I, was, I said, if people get a sequel to this, I'm happy for them. I don't know. It just wasn't. Like, I thought I thought the Sh- Shyamalama, what's his name? Chalamet. I thought he was really boring. 
and the movie is pretty much centered around this guy who makes no facial expressions. It's he mm. he was the actor. Yeah, he was acting equivalent of Sonata or like Kristen Stewart in Twilight or something like that. Oh boy! And I'm just like, okay, yeah, you know, it, pace wasn't for me, man, or at least the pace coupled with the story just wasn't for me. I've, I like slow movies, like my favorite movie. No, ever, you like, don't. Yeah, it is. You're a, yeah, it's you're true. A lying liar. Who? Lies I love this director's lying. previous movie a lot more. I love it. Did you mm-hmm. what you liked? Uh, 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 whatever. How did you like that and you didn't like this? That's fucking bullshit, Luke. I don't know. Because, I mean, like, I tried my best to get people to like Blade Runner 2049. I loved it. I saw it twice in the theater. I saw it in IMAX. And, like, I love that movie. And I've tried to show it to people and they're like, my God, it's fucking boring. And I'm like, I can't hate. You know, I kind of understand your point of view. Yeah. But this movie is like that, but like, uh, you know, it's on like a little steroids, not a little bit, it's just a little bit, just maybe a little cocaine to get it going, <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, it, it moves a little quicker, maybe some spice even. I fucking love it, dude. And I'm so happy that it was, I mean, like as a person who's read the movie, read the books and seen all the movies and all the shit and like been a Dune fan forever. This was fantastic, and uh, I'm sorry that you didn't like it. But the next movie, I mean, it's it has the potential to be as popular as something as Game of Thrones if it goes the way that it should. Because it's crazy the little tiny itsy bitsy amount of like political intrigue that's in the first movie that we just saw because that that like story has massive amounts of political intrigue and stuff like that so they they chose to put like barely any of that in the movie and i'm interested to see what the second movie would be like i love it so like people thought blade runner 2049 was boring did they think blade runner was like a smorgasbord of fast-paced action or something like that's a slow movie too so I figure if you've got time to invest in Blade Runner 2049, you probably have already seen Blade Runner and maybe already know its reputation. You either love it or you think it's really slow and boring and nothing happens. I'm, for some reason, Andy, I'm in the camp of I love it, even though on paper it. you should be like, I bet you Luke doesn't like Blade Runner, but uh, no, no, yeah. it's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> so it's the well. sequel. It's fucking incredible. Well, you're a giant butthole for not liking things, so I'm angry oh, I'm sorry, about that. Like, clearly, very angry. What do you think <laughs> of Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson versus uh, uh, Eddie Kingston? Tell me about this match. I didn't watch it yet. I did see the last one minute of it on the uh, website that is terrible, known as Rep. Right. So, yeah, I thought it was awesome. Uh, Daniel Bryan's chest looked like... Um, Five minutes in the ring with Hiromu. Uh, that's how red and bruised. It's mostly on one side of his chest. And and uh, <laughs> so every time Eddie would smack him or chop him, it would always be in that same spot, always. And it gets getting darker and a darker purple. So that's pretty <laughs> That's pretty rad. Brian's taking suplexes out the ass from Eddie Kingston as well. Eddie uh, – like Daniel – Brian Danielson's WWE stuff is pretty good. But this stuff, this stuff's a lot better. It's like you've seen a guy that's been, I don't know, I feel like he's free to be as creative as he wants now. And it turns out he's pretty fucking creative. <laughs> Every match ends the same, doesn't feel the same. It's just a joy to watch. Like, it's funny. I, I was super excited for seeing Punk, but... The one I want to see every week wrestling is the one I'm getting every week wrestling. Every sh- every week he's he's got a match against someone really good, and uh, it's awesome. Yeah, I and he doesn't he even was... have a storyline or or anything yet. They're just putting him against people. <laughs> I mean, he didn't take a bunch of bumps in that match either, you know. No. And and <clears throat> if you notice, if you want to have a fun game and you don't want to get drunk, play the Danny Bryan bumps drinking game. 
and you won't get drunk. You'll just get like a very tiny buzz. And that is, is that uh, he doesn't bump anymore. And I really like that. He's only going to bump in the big matches. And what's fantastic about that is that he has a style in the ring that is so entertaining that he doesn't even have to bump. I mean, listen, Luke, I've seen all the legends, all the legends that come around the indies, you know, and none of them will take a bump. I mean, you know, like the Sandman, he ain't taking a bump. And, uh, you know, Tito Santana, he ain't taking a bump. I mean, like half these guys will not take a bump. And so the fact that Daniel Bryan is like, I'm not taking bumps, but I'm also going to make the crowd like lose their minds is just, you know, I mean, it just goes to show he's one of the best wrestlers to ever do it. And uh, he's my favorite. Yeah. I'm not taking bumps. And Eddie Kingston's just like, but I do suplexes. Yeah, just chop the shit out of my chest for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back I can do yeah. that. So that back, and the back is fist is scary. Yeah, yeah it's kind of scary because he kind of lets it fly. Um, goddamn, that's one of those moves that's like, eh, there's no way to kind of work that move necessarily because you're going to hit the dude in the face. So that one was a little scary, but you know what I mean? It's one of those moves. I, I haven't seen the whole match, so... I think the fact it's awesome. that Daniel Bryan is vulnerable in the head is part of the story of every match he's in. And so you because know, of that, that's something that he's aware of, we're all aware of, and that's something that's going to be interesting going forward. You know what's crazy? That match was on Rampage, a show that's on, what, Friday nights in America and watched by half the audience of Dynamite. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't <laughs> that, care. Uh, no, man, they just want to put a good show on every time. And I think mostly they do. Some Sometimes I'm not as into it as other weeks, but that's that's wrestling in general, I guess. Like, I was super into those G1 shows we both were, but the last three shows were just like, oh, yeah, pre- I remember preview tag shows. Okay. Hey. They're good. They're good, but, you know. Let's you not be comparing New Japan to AEW. Oh, I'm sorry. New Japan is different, you know, but uh... – that's the way I feel. Yeah. Yeah, and we got oh, and this week I can't remember if it was on Dynamite <laughs> or Rampage. We got Serena Deep versus uh, Hikaru Shida again, and oh it was my god, awesome! So I bet the first time, and they were just as good, if not better, the second time. So, yeah. So like Shida could be in the G1 or something like that, and just fucking crush it. Like she's good, and uh, I can't. You know, I just want. I want to see her succeed. Like there's so many of these wrestlers that you know can do well and, and they're out there and, and, you know, and you're like, man, I want them to succeed. And, uh, I hope, <laughs> I hope that's the case for her. Cause she's fantastic. Yeah. As far as I know, she's still AEW's longest reigning champion as well. No matter what belt. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Hey, so hmm. I have a plug I'm going to put in here. So I have a plug. I'm yep. going to plug it up, you know, because we don't right. do that, but I'm going to do it. And uh, Please. if you guys are interested, if you like the talky talks for me, um, you know, there's this other feed you can check out, The Road Home from Wrestling. And here's a list of some of the people that I have interviewed. Um, it's true. I've heard Jerry these. Lynn. Jerry Lynn. Yep. Uh, Hornswoggle. Uh, who is this? Sue Young, uh, RJ City, uh, Sarah Shockey from these uh, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling podcast, Colt Cabana from AEW, uh, Marco Stunt from AEW, uh, Zicky Dice from that other show. I don't know what he's on, uh, NWA or something like that. Or, yeah. uh, Impact, he's on that. Uh, Lanny Poffo, who is, you know, the genius. And and I, I got to be honest with you. Listen, one of my favorite matches of all time, and I know, you know, is what it is. Lanny Poffo versus Hulk Hogan is one of the best matches ever. If you've never seen that, just look at That's it a up. really it's, dumb match, isn't it? Oh, my but God. It's fucking – but it's fantastic. Yeah, it's I thought so it would be good. Like- I love it. And uh, we, we talk about that match when I interviewed Lanny Poffo. Um, and then Madman Pondo, hardcore legend from the area that I'm at. And then Greg Olivor, 
from Greg Oliver from like uh you know all the like podcast uh wrestling the he's the guy he knows the stuff about the wrestling. So. Had the uh, MJF on the show as well, haven't you? I have, and I interviewed the other guys too, the other people. <laughs> That's fucking super cool. I've heard uh, most of those, not all of those. So, yeah, and uh, you've recently done all of Heels. So if you want to hear Mr. Andy oh my God. and friends uh, <laughs> talk about the TV show Heels, which uh, I've only listened to Andy's thing. I didn't – you didn't love the show, and I was just like, oh, no, really? it's just it's terrible. Yeah, so I was just like, uh, yeah. i got enough to watch. Listen, it's not just terrible. It's like – what? That's like, what? I don't. I. The I best thing know. you said What's on the thing? show was just like, how are these guys failing as a promotion to make money? The fucking shows are packed. Like, if it's a full house that's sold out, like, where, what happened to all the money? Where did it go? Oh come on, Luke, you have no idea. If you listen to all of that, <clears throat> you don't know about the Kleenex. <laughs> I can't tell them about the Kleenex. You know, so uh, <laughs> stupid as shit. Uh, that show sucks. Never watch it. Listen to uh, me and my buddy Dean review it because you'll mm-hmm. like that. But uh, but yes. So what else? It's never round. We've been going mm-hmm. at it for a while here. What else you got, Luke? Uh, in terms of what of what's I've been playing Dragon Age Origins. Oh, okay. Tell me about it. I, I'm interested so, because I, I don't know much about the series. I know they're kind of like a, 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 you know, kind of like a knockoff of Skyrim because everything is a knockoff of Skyrim. But tell me well, all about. Dragon. Okay, so the first game of Dragon Age came out two years before Skyrim, and you're a liar. <laughs> it's 2009, but it's by the same guys who do the Mass Effect games, and I really like those. Because I love science fiction. I'm not huge on fantasy that often, like wizards and, sh- and dragons and shit. But I thought, you know, I've played I've played their sci-fi stuff. Let's I'll check out the three fantasy games. So I've been playing Dragon Age, and I've been playing it kind of bad because one guy I found out later he was a companion. I was, I was just like I left him to die, and another guy. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, any anyone in Dragon Age fans listening who, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, lovers of Sten, but uh, I left him back in Lothamar Loth- or Lothering. <laughs> I left him there. And then there's other companion, right? This the only Elven companion in the game, Zevran or something like that. Well, the first time you meet him, him and a whole bunch of bandits or hitmen or something trying to take you out. So obviously you take them out. And he's like, and he's the only one left, left standing. And he's like, oh, oh, dude, I'll, I'll never do it again. Please don't kill me. I'll join you and stuff. I'll be so good. And I'm just like, bitch, you tried to kill me. So I slit his throat and I found out like he was a companion as well. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man, the way they've introduced some of the companions in this game. And I've just been like, I don't know about you. And then there's this one companion voiced by Claudia Black, who I, oh, hey! I think yeah. she is the fucking bees knees but and the cat's pajamas yeah uh, the companion she plays in dragon age like morrigan her name is she's so annoying that oh at the first oh. first time i was able to swap her out for a different character i did so uh it yeah well Luke. she's just pretty much like every decision i made doesn't matter if it was i you know it doesn't matter what decision it was but every decision i've made her comment is pretty much to the effect of, you're a dumb, wussy loser for doing that. And I'm like, well, uh, well you are. And uh, Claudia Black is right. <laughs> she says, I mean, like, I watched Farscape. I fucking I watched it. season, you know, eight, nine, and ten of, of uh, Stargate SG-1. I've watched all the yeah. episodes of that show. I love Claudia Black. Um, Farscape fantastic show if you don't know about that man that show is awesome it's out there it's easy to find it's on amazon i think i've been watching yeah. kids in the hall like I, ah. I've, I've seen i've only seen random episodes because um wasn't big here in australia i think people know it but it, it wasn't like 
a, a huge, a huge uh, iconic thing in Australia. But uh, yeah, yeah, I like you had to ha- had to have cable, and or no one, no one in the nine, even in the nineties in Australia, not many people had it. And then you had to get this one channel that cost more than others, the Comedy Channel, and yeah. it would sometimes be on that. So if you managed to have that or know someone who had that for a while, you, you probably saw a couple episodes of Kids in the Hall, but not all of it. So yeah, what? I've been watching that from of the start. That's okay. Good. Well, I, I'm gonna start doing that. Uh, Wheel of Time. Like the song about all the Daves I know. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Wheel of Time starts on November 18th, and I fucking am a huge Wheel of Time fan. I started what, like reading it in 1991, so that's my shit. And so once that starts, I'll be signing up to uh, the Amazon, and then I will absolutely be watching all of the uh, <laughs> Kids in the Hall shows. Again, I've seen them all many, many, many times. What is your favorite character from Kids in the Hall? Um, I don't know who becomes the only like what I know is the character so far that I've seen is the head crushing dude. <laughs> I'm crushing come, their heads. I'm crushing yeah. your head. <laughs> Tremendous. Love it. Yeah. So I, I don't know which particular characters come back, but uh, well, who is that? Tell us about crushing your head guy. The crushing your head guy is the dude from Superstore. If everyone's seen that. If you've seen that sitcom Superstore, he's the guy that sounds like Kermit the Frog and has juice all the time. He's Mark like, McKinney, yes. Yes, yeah, that's him. Uh, I really like him. Yeah, he's my favorite. Okay, so that's him. Oh, and, and, and he and hides the in the weeds, and basically he's got an issue. He has been he's been a failure in the business world, and so he has an issue with businessmen. And so he hides in the weeds around business areas and he sees them and he goes and he, he like closes one eye and he goes, I'm crushing your head and takes his right uh, index finger and thumb and crushes the head while he has his left hand, his left eye closed. And it is the fucking funniest shit ever because sometimes people are like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, uh, something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, he'll be like, I'm crushing your head. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, he's hiding in the bushes, but he's quite loud about it. And he's quite enthusiastic. It's <laughs> awesome. It's so awesome. I love it. Oh my God. Have you ever seen the, the episode or the, the scene where it's like, the guy's like, I work at the bank, but fuck the bank. Fuck the bank. I've not seen that one yet. It's Bruce McCullough. Fantastic skit. <laughs> the, the fuck the bank skit is fantastic. There's flying pig. I mean, there's the chicken lady. <laughs> so many of these amazing characters. Um, I love Kids in the Hall, man. It's one of my favorite things ever. But I'll tell you what. Here's my favorite skit. My favorite skit uh-huh. is Scott Scott Thompson, and he plays this character that's like a like a bartender or something, <laughs> and he just does a soliloquy. It's fucking awesome every time it's so funny every time scott thompson is like the the guy from kids in the hall who never Mm. became famous like everybody else from the show became famous but he did not you know bruce mccall is in lots of stuff mark mckinney was on saturday night live dave foley is super famous but nobody knew about scott thompson he's like maybe the best guy on the show he's awesome Really? It's funny you say that. We thought he looked familiar, so maybe he just looks like someone else that we've seen in other things. But yeah, we thought he looked familiar, but He's we did run, recognize run, all run. the other guys. He's a run, okay. run, run, and he plays the uh, the gay conspiracy guy that's like, hey, Ronnie, you want to – I'm interested in your CD collection. You know, and Ronnie's like, well, man, no thanks. I know about your whole gay conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> Scott Thompson is like he knows we got one who knows <laughs> and they have to shut down the whole gay conspiracy because Run Ronnie Run is all about it fantastic yeah alright you caught me off guard today because like I, I had I was going to spend a day reading like a nerd and you're just like oh. I'm getting drunk <laughs> yes so here I am but now I'm, I've finished Doctor Sleep and 
I'm reading the new Jack Reacher, so that's. Oh. Yeah, I like reading. Yeah, re- reach for the Jacks, as, as Ian said. He said, yeah. <laughs> reach for all of them. I have yes. watched those movies, uh, the movie, and it was pretty good. You know, I, I mean, but you know, I, I don't like Tom Cruise, but man, his movies are usually pretty good, right? Yeah, that's my opinion of him. He's a weird dude, but. And I'm not sure I like him either, but I I, I watch a trailer and he's in it and I'm like, oh damn, that <laughs> looks like a good time. Good. I might go see that. Yeah. <laughs> I've but, been reading uh, a book, Luke, and this yeah. book is called. It's called like I'm not gonna be able to say the whole title because I can't remember. It's called like Naked Statues, um, Fat Gladiators and War Elephants. That's what it's called. It's about ancient history and it's about like. It's just weird questions you might ask about ancient history, and my God, is have you got any books on the Tiber? It is so funny. Oh, the Tiber is mentioned many times in this book. In fact, there's a story about a woman um, whose husband is chopped up and thrown in the Tiber, and she throws herself in there. You know, so I mean, (laughs) but you don't want to throw this book in the Tiber. It is so fucking funny, and it's like it's outrageous. I mean, it talks about all kinds of shit you're not supposed to talk about uh, as far as like what, you know, it, it's supposed to like a frequently asked questions of, of ancient history, but it's like, it's more like scandalously asked questions about ancient history. It's fantastic. And the guy who wrote it is like a actual history professor. He's legit. And it's fucking awesome. I'm having a blast with that one. Wow. <laughs> wow. Could you read? Yeah, as you hear the motorcycle. Yes. With your smart man books. But yeah, well, like. It's a stupid man, smart man book, but yes. Yes. Still counts. Yeah! <laughs> but uh, no, um, the, the problem with Tom Cruise in the Reach and the Reacher books in the movies is like the character is supposed to be six foot five. Mm. And like, I think I'm taller than Tom Cruise. Like, I don't know. Yes. Like, he's short. By a foot. So, yes. Yeah, so he's a little he's not the imposing figure that he's supposed to have. But uh they got I like the guy they got for the T V show. If you've ever seen like um what's that show? Titans. You know the yeah. guy played you know the guy who plays Hawk? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. That's that's the guy that got playing Reach. He was about six two, big dude. So yeah. I think he'll what do a good job. What channel is that on? Like, what streaming it, service is the Reacher TV show on? It's not out yet, but it's going to be on Amazon oh. and stuff. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll be signing. I'll be signing up for the Amazon because, as I said, Wheel of Time, the greatest time. book series of all time. And you're and if you f- listen to me, Luke, listen to me. If you start watching yeah. that show and you don't like it, don't. Don't even send me some kind of like like message like oh I don't like that because I will block you immediately because I've read like care. the first seven of those. I don't care. Oh, you have really? Yeah, just about seven or something. Then I just why, kind of why have we never talked about this? I don't know, man. I never finished them, and not because they're bad, but it's just like sometimes it feels like a bit of an undertaking to be like I'm gonna read this book. Oh, it's 1,100 pages. And I'm just what, like, and what? I feel like reading something Bible-sized, like fucking, so I don't. So you're just a pussy is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Fair enough. Me too. But I am not <laughs> that big of a pussy that I'm scared of a 1,200-page book because I've read a bunch of them. I mean, I read the the Dark Tower series. I read the Real of Time series twice. So, you know, I've read all that shit. And, man, my my favorite book series of all time. Listen to me. I'm not touching the microphone, but I have my hands very near it. Like I'm touching someone's face and I'm, I'm like grabbing their face and, and pulling it towards me and saying, listen to me, you motherfucker. The Wheel of Time is my favorite book series of all time. I love it so much. And if you say anything bad about me, I will kill you. No, no, no. No, it's good. I like what yeah, I read. it's great. I told it's you. It's just, you know, my brain goes to other things that get shiny and I move on to other stuff. It's how my brain works, dude. I'll be in like I'll be into something really, really lots big time. That that's a good sentence I just said. Lots big time. And then I won't care about it for like years. And then I'll come back to it again. So yeah. Do you have the shine, you think? No. 
Ah, uh, me, me neither. <laughs> I no. don't have that at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I've got the opposite to the shine. Like what? But What's like that? the doll. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the doll. <laughs> Or the or the heat, one or the other. You know. <laughs> I'm waiting for that movie to come out. The dullening. <laughs> All right. What else? Anything else? <laughs> uh, the drunken the drunken bar scene. You're forced to talk to someone at the bar who's like really boring, and you keep looking over your shoulder, but you can't break off the conversation at the same time. Okay. There you go. I'm really big. I don't know why we're bringing it there, but yes. Uh, we did talk about wrestling too, so there was like about five minutes of that. We did the thing. We did it. We did it. All, all right, cool. I don't think I mentioned how people could contact us, but they already know that. Yeah. Um, they, they do. Uh, so I'm not going to say it now because I'll fuck it up. But yeah, uh, in bread, we trust. <laughs>